Trump is in and out of the hospital, and the Democrats got their panties in a bunch. And we've also had our first and only vice presidential debate, and it went pretty damn well. This is Unreal Reality. Welcome to Unreal Reality with Winky. What's going on? This is the week of October 8th, 2020. What's happening, people? How have you been? I've been great. Uh, We had two tragic losses this week, and it is pretty sad to say. Uh, We lost a great Whitey Ford. Longtime Yankee, World Series winner, great pitcher, uh, pitched uh, pitched with Yogi Berra, uh, just a, a fabulous ball player, a great man, we lost him, and we also lost the great legend, Eddie Van Halen, probably, if not the best, one of the absolute best guitarists ever. Uh, my condolences go out to both men's families and friends and all that's uh, all the good stuff. Rest in peace, Eddie and uh, Whitey. Uh, this week, <laughs> we've been through a lot of political bullshit. Uh, Trump was put in a hospital for COVID-19. Yes, he tested positive. Went in, got all his little things done, took his uh, steroids or whatever they gave him. And the Democrats got their panties in a bunch because Trump decided to leave the hospital and take a little car ride to wave to all his fans. I say fans, his supporters, so on and so forth. But yeah, they're fans also. Anyway, he uh, he took this car ride waving around and, and, and got a bunch of the Democrat left-wing pussies in their panties in a bunch. And the media posted it right away, showing that, oh... He's going to spread the coronavirus. All the people in the car just got it, and the people in the White House got it. Okay, so he literally went. He got the symptoms, just like anybody else would in the world. And he went to the hospital, get checked out. They checked him out. They put him on a steroid. They gave him whatever stuff you have to give for COVID to get rid of it or or at least treat it, whatever they're doing with it, because who knows, this virus is just so fucked up that we don't even know what to do with it anymore. So they gave him his his medicine, and he felt better. So just like any hospital would, and people aren't going to like this, they told him, well, you're fine. There's no reason for a hospital bed for you, so on and so forth, so we're going to send you home. So where is Donald Trump's home? Hmm, the White House maybe? Okay, so we're sending him home. Well, this got the panties in a bunch, because let's face the facts here. President's damned if he does and damned if he doesn't. So you send a man home. Get on best ride. You know, to quarantine, do what you got to do. And let's just face the facts. Here's another point. The pre- the, the Democrats are going to get their panties in a bunch of left wing. Quarantine for 14 days. Well, he's not quarantined and he's coming out onto the South Lawn and he's waving and he's doing this and he's doing that. And he's, he's press. Listen, he's the president of the United States. I want to see him out there. Like, I don't want this soft fucking cushiony guy running my country. Who's laying in a bed on his deathbed. And he's not on his deathbed. No matter what Nancy Pelosi says and tries to pull out 
the 24th Amendment and say that uh, this guy's on his deathbed and shouldn't be the president right now. That's bullshit. He's out. He's on TV. You see him waving. And uh, I had this argument with somebody already. Uh, well, he could still be sick. Well, you're absolutely right. And he, and just like his doctor said, he's not out of the woods yet. Okay. But he's okay. If he's good enough to go outside and wave and put a mask on and show the American people that he's doing well, he's getting better, then he's okay. Yes, he could still be sick, but he's not so sick to where he's bedridden. And let's put that into perspective. If he's out waving, he's okay. It's when we need to worry is when he can't get out of bed to be the president of the United States. That's Nancy Pelosi when we worry. Not right now. But the Democrats will do whatever they can to try to pull Trump out of office and get him out of there. Which is crazy because, let's face the facts, I mean, we know the whole ideology behind why the Democrats want to get in there. They want to flood out, you know, the, the court system, the whole bit. And it, it's just... It's sad. It's very fucking sad that that's how these people think. That's in their, that's in their genes. Um. So so Trump went out. He he took his, his car ride, waving to the American people. Then they released him. Told him go home, get on bed rest. And when he went home, got out of the helicopter, waving to everybody, and he hopped right up onto the balcony of the South Lawn. And this is what cracks me up about our fucking media system and how corrupt how bullshit they are, how they just want to force feed the American people um, just lies and scare the shit out of you to get to believe their ideology behind it. And that's what they do. It's a scare tactic. Let's scare the American people and the people will comply and listen to us. That's that's with the masks. That's the same thing with the masks, with staying home, quarantine, the whole bit. Scare tactics. So he goes up and he gets up on the balcony. And he's waving to the American people, or he's saluting, whatever he's doing. He does like to salute a lot, even though he was not a veteran in any way, shape, or form. But he's the president. I guess you should salute. So anyway, he's up there. He's saluting. And the media, and I will quote ABC World News, posted, he's saluting to an empty South Lawn. Oh, was it empty? Because funny thing was, I noticed on the wall behind Donald Trump, Flashes were going off like crazy, all over from people's cameras. Well, obviously, if there's media and things out there filming this, and obviously, hello, obviously, you know, world news, uh, you were there too, because you have video of it. So, you can't sit there and say it was an empty lawn. He was out there, and he's saluting, he's doing his thing, and if it's going to be put out on TV, then millions of people are going to see it. So, there's flashes in the background. He salutes, he does his thing to an empty lawn quote by NBC News, which you people are scumbags, you're chicken hawks. You, that's all you do is you just feed off of the fear of the American people. And I'm not buying it, sorry. And I hope there's a lot of people out there who aren't simple-minded, who aren't buying it also. Um, so another woman, photographer, comes up behind him wearing a mask and taking pictures. And all of a sudden, in a, another thing, in a bunch, they turn around and say, well, now that woman might be exposed. She came within a few feet of Donald Trump. Well, listen, first of all, she came in within a few feet of Donald Trump because she wanted to get that picture. Oh, well, no, maybe she had no choice because her news source wanted her to get in as close as possible. Okay, well, then whose fucking fault is it? Is it Donald Trump's fault? I'll give you a minute to think about this. 
hmm, no, it's not Donald Trump's fault. Then it was the media source's fault for telling their journalists to get as close as possible and get pictures. She could have said no. Just like any American in their job can say, no, I'm not going to work because of COVID. You can use it as an excuse right now. It's not a, it's not a blind thing. The only thing is, the sad thing is now people can use that as an excuse not to go to work, even if they don't have the symptoms. Just don't get caught, because then you'll get in trouble for that one. So, like I said, flashes were going on behind them, and pictures were taken, and it was in the South Lawn. You people are scumbags. You really are. Um, then, there was Trump's lack of sympathy for the things that he said about COVID. Well, he simply said to the American people, don't let this scare you. Get out and live your life. And people are going, that ain't the right thing to say. You can't say that. You're just going to put fear into the American people of this. Blah, 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 blah. You're supposed to be our leader. Well, he is. He's trying to tell you to live. Go out and live your life. You can't be in fear of this. If you were going to be in fear of every little virus that came along, the sniffles, the coughs, the aches, and I know this one's killing people, but so does the seasonal flu. So does cancer. So does this. You can't stay scared of it your whole life or you'll never live. You might as well just go curl up in a fetal position in your fucking corner of your basement and uh, uh, just sit there and, and fucking cry your eyes out like I can't get sick. Be a little buzzy. And let's face the facts right now. All I keep seeing is I keep seeing pussy moves by the Democratic Party. And that's the way they want to work it. They want to be, they want to be, they want you to be sympathetic on them. Oh, poor me. Vote, you know, do this. It has to be this way. Let's face the facts with this fucking virus, okay? Everybody is so scared of it. Should be wearing a fucking mask, this and that. Listen, you want to comply. You want to, or you want me to comply? And I do. Don't get me wrong. I think these masks are bullshit. But you want me to comply, go into a supermarket, into a store, a private establishment, and wear my mask, fine. But as I go outside in the air and the wind, I don't wear a fucking mask. Why? Because I'm in the fresh air. And the wind blows in whatever way it blows. If you are scared to get the virus, then stay the fuck home. Don't try to force feed me your bullshit ideology that you could get sick. Well, if you're so scared about you getting sick, stay the fuck home. Don't tell me or don't try to take away my freedoms because you're scared. No. That's not how it fucking works, people. This virus only got so far, only less than 1% got contracted with this virus. Less than 1% in this country. Less than 1%. Okay? People who died were a fraction of that. So, come on. Listen, understand something. I am not downplaying this virus at all. Donald Trump was not downplaying the virus. He was just making the facts. Putting him out there for you to decide on your fucking own. Yes, people are going to die from this. And it is sad. We shouldn't have even one loss from this. But yet we have losses from the seasonal flu. We have losses from the fucking cancer. We have losses from fucking car accidents and so on and so forth. We have losses from fucking people getting hit in the head by a fucking falling debris off the side of a building in New York. Come on. People do die. Okay? That's just a part of life. Life and death. We have death in our thing. And it's sad. Don't want to see anybody die. Not one person don't want to see die from corona. But let's face the facts. People are going to die from it. It's just who? And... 
that layers your that lies your questions. And people will go, well, I know somebody who's very healthy and he got sick. And I understand that. I know people who were very healthy and got sick from cancer and died, or got the seasonal flu and passed away. But the point of the matter is, it leans more towards people who are have more a chance, a better chance of getting it. Like, oh God. Obese people, overweight, heavy people, people with asthma and underlying conditions and so on and so forth. They made it very fucking clear that that's who gets this. So if you over or if you're overweight, if you're sitting at home eating your fucking bonbons and you're fucking 400 fucking pounds and you're scared of getting the virus, stay your fucking ass home. Plain and simple. That's the fact. Don't bitch at somebody else because they don't want to wear a mask outside. Don't fucking mask shame them. That's getting fucking old as hell. I'm done with the mask shaming. It's fucking horrible. Uh, so you have the, the, the Democrats, you have the Republicans, and you have a total division right now in this country. And we have less than a month, less than a month until the elections come about. Biden and Trump and Harris and Pence. And we had our first vice presidential debate the other night. Oh, between Kamala Harris and Mike Pence. And love to say this. Both people are well-spoken. Okay, I will give it to that. They are both well-spoken people. The two, in my in my case, the way I look at it, the more better for this job as president than the two idiots that are running for president. But Kamala Harris, to me, is a damn hypocrite when it comes to the ideology of the democrats she is a top cop who has prosecuted many black men for crimes today that would only require a slap on the wrist yet there are still some men black men who are still imprisoned because of her you know her prosecution that she pulled back when so her talking about, you know, black rights, so on and so forth, it, it, it just, I understand. She's a, And I look at her, she's a black woman or Indian, whatever she wants to consider herself because she came down as the first, the, uh, she's coming down as like, oh, she's the first black, black vice president, which is untrue. Um, not that it's, un, there was no black vice president woman, but there have been who have tried to be. Anyway. She comes down as this top cop, and her ideology now is against, you know, racism and so on and so forth. And she is just such a hypocrite when I see it because Biden has pulled the race card out and used it against racism. Uh, am I saying this right? Or, you know, he was like pro. He was a right. He, he, he came off as racist couple years back when he was vice president and had a fight for that. Um, Kamala Harris came across on him and called him many things, including racist. Um, and yet she turns around now and says, well, that was in the past. This is now blah, 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 blah. Well, we know why, Kamala. Come on. Let's fucking let's face the facts. You're running now for vice president. I have a shot at being somebody now. Now I don't have to fight. He wants me to be this. Well, that's great. Uh, so, but I guess I kind of get it. 
I mean, it's the difference between uh, I could be a real asshole and be against the lottery, but then when somebody says, well, here's one ticket, why don't you take it? And I'd be a hypocrite. If somebody said, here's a ticket, this is guaranteed to win, I'd be a hypocrite not to take it. Even if I was against the lottery. So I understand where she's coming from on that end. But let's face it. In this vice presidential debate, he tore her up. She had no fucking clue what to fucking do. Listen, she's a prosecuting attorney and she's good at talking. She's good at interrogation. Very good at it. But when it comes to debating over facts, she's not. Okay, she dilly-dallied and fucking danced her way around all kinds of questions, including the one that I believe had to do, if I'm not mistaken, with how to fix the, this pandemic, what to do, so on and so forth. She turned it into her own biography during that whole vice president thing. Listen, I didn't tune into a fucking debate to listen about your fucking autobiography. I don't want to – I don't care. I don't care what your background was. I don't give a fuck what kind of a childhood you had, so on and so forth. If I'm hiring you to do a job and I'm interviewing you, if I ask you a specific question, answer the fucking question so that way I can understand what your ideology is, how you might be able to do it, and if you are the right person for the job. It was an interview, okay? The debates are interviews. So the American people can get an idea on who I should vote for because of the fucking questions I have that I want answered. Plain and simple. But yet she dilly-dallied and she fucking danced around that, and she didn't answer the question. She just turned it into her own autobiography. And the Democrats know this. They know that she fucked up. She did an okay job at debating, but not as good as Pence. Pence asked the right questions. He answered the right way, and he was very sympathetic about everything. He thanked them and all for, for their, 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 their caring of Donald Trump and so on and so forth, which was very that, – that, that's – that shows me character. Okay, the man does have absolute character. Kamala Harris doesn't show me character at all. Um, it was all, shut up, let me speak, so on and so forth from Kamala Harris, like pushing the woman card. Listen, honey, that ship has sailed too, okay? It, it, you have rights just like we do. It, we know you want to speak also, but you know what? What these narrators need to do is when I know that you get a certain amount of time, but if they're in the dead middle and you see that they're almost done speaking their point, let them finish it out. Stop saying, okay, Mr. President, Mr. Vice President, Mr. Vice President, please stop. No. If you're going to ask a question, let them fucking answer the question because that, the American people want to hear it. Even if it takes, even if it goes over five, ten minutes, not, I'm talking about not the question, but your, the actual whole debate goes five, ten minutes longer. It's got to be on TV a little longer. So, what? The American people want to hear the answers. They don't want to hear the autobiographies. So, Kamala, you fucked up there. Because now the Democrats, and let's face it, I think the Democrats know they lost because everything on the news and everything you see on in social media and so on and so forth is all geared on the fly that landed on Pence's head. And yeah, it was fucking funny, okay? You see this fucking fly, and he just hung out. And you get fucking people. I've, I've already heard different ideologies over this. I heard one politician talking about how Pence is the devil. Oh, my God. He, you know, and that's what it is. When a fly attracts to you, it, it, you come off as like a devilish type person because the flies are attracting to you. No. A fly just landed on a fucking motherfucker's head. 
I mean, the, the, the dude has a good landing fucking strip for to fly, you know, fucking all that shit in his hair, his hair was stiff as a board, so it's like, it's like landing a fucking 727 on it, you know, you're, you're clear for landing, and that fucking fly landed there and just hung out, so, honestly, if anybody wants to make fun of it, I'd have loved to have been to fly on the wall in that case, or to fly on the head, and sit there and listen to the debate firsthand, coming right out of his brain, um, but yeah, no, I think... The vice presidential debate, I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident that the Democrats did not win that debate. Now, I give it to the Democrats on Trump's debate. I think the Democrats won that. Yes, Biden, I believe, won that debate. And I only give it for one reason. I, I, I give that reason is because Trump couldn't keep his mouth fucking shut. If Trump could have just shut up and let fucking Biden dig his own grave during that debate... We the, the the Republicans would have won that one, but Trump doesn't know how to just shut the fuck up. He what he should have did is he was doing the right thing and he was he was picking them apart. He was bringing up Biden's fucking uh, his son and the bullshit going on with the money and the laundering and all that bullshit and getting his payoffs from China so on and so forth. And he should have just brought up brought it all up brought what was going on with him up the drugs this that that. And just stepped back and crossed his arms and let Biden just dig his own grave with it. But no. Biden did the right thing by just keeping his mouth shut or just answering him very simply. So Biden did a good job there. And that's where I think Trump lost his because he couldn't keep his mouth shut. If he would have kept his mouth shut, I think it would have been a different outcome. Uh, But now the Democratic Party. Let me get to them. Because... This is what I'm looking at with the Democratic Party. Stimulus, pa- second, the second wave of stimulus package um, was trying to go through the House and trying to get signed over and to go out. And Trump put a stop to it until the elections. And people are up in arms. Oh, my God. Look, at he's trying to destroy. He's not sending it out. He's, he, Trump, I think, right there, I don't know if he did a good job or a bad job with that. That could have hurt him. But then again, I sat there and I thought about it. And I'm like, no. It's not a bad move. If it was, let's say that the debate or the debate that the elect the uh, the election wasn't for another four months, three months, and he pulled this, then yeah, I think it would have been a, a dig in his own grave there. But the elections are less than a month away, so people will only have to wait a month to to, to see if the stimulus package, the next wave of stimulus package, will be signed and sent out, and it probably will be. I don't think anybody will hold it back and not pay. I think Trump will have no problem signing it over and saying, yeah, send it out now. Okay. Um, And if Trump doesn't get in, well, let's face the facts. If Trump doesn't get in and Biden wins, okay, will you see the stimulus package? They're pushing it right now before the election. Why? Think about this. Hmm. Why are the Democrats so harsh on pushing some money to you people? Well, let's put it this way. Buying... Your vote, maybe? Maybe the Democrats want to indirectly pay you off to get you to vote for them. If Biden and the Democrats send out the stimulus checks and gives everybody another $1,200 or whatever it might be, people might look at them like they're trying to help us. They gave us some more money. Oh, we should vote for them. Hmm. To me, that's an indirect way, uh, an indirect political move on buying votes and that is illegal it's electoral fraud 
You can't buy votes. You can't pay somebody off. The last time somebody has done that, they spent time in jail for it. It's it, it, it it's one to five years of imprisonment for buying votes. Now, it's it, it it's imprisonment for even taking your money, your hard earned money. You could have ten thousand. You're only supposed to be able to give a political election, like like say I wanted to give money to the Trump Foundation in order for the election. Like here, I want to own a pay and give some money. You're only allowed so much money to give. You can't give millions and millions and millions of dollars, but you can give up to a certain amount to help out. And there have been people out there who have given more and have done jail time for that. It's it's electoral fraud. Let's let's face the facts. It is. No matter which way you shape it, that's what it would come down to. It's just an indirect form of it. If the Democrats push this and they get it through, they look like heroes. They gave you some money back. If Trump's stopping it right now, he doesn't look good because, oh, he doesn't care about us. That's what they're trying to do. So he's damned if he does and he's damned if he doesn't here. But I think that he did a great thing by saying, no, not right now. This will prove to you people how the Democratic Party works, whether I get in there or I don't. Because if I get in there, and I sign the bill and say, let's push the stimulus package. The Democrats could shoot it down after that and say, well, no, we didn't get in. Screw you. And you're hearing it here right now first. You're hearing this right now. He gets in and he says, yeah, we'll push the stimulus package. He signs for it and it goes through and the House says, no. Or the Democrats say, no, we're not going to send it out. Now they just use that against Trump because he's he is the president again. And then... Now, if Trump doesn't get in and Trump's pushed out and then the Democrats don't sign a stimulus package, it makes them look bad to the American people. So just remember you heard it here. So after the election, regardless of who gets in there, if Biden gets in okay, and he wins and you don't see a stimulus check or you don't get it or they don't sign it, just remember people that you were fucking played. Just like you're being played with this fucking virus. They are using the COVID-19 virus against you. Making you comply to wearing masks. Staying distanced. Not having a big party. Not doing this. They were trying to stop Thanksgiving. They were trying to stop fucking holidays. They were talking about stopping Halloween. Halloween's coming up. Kids, they're going up to get candy from the, you know, put it in the... Oh, well, it can get spread through the candy. Well, so can the germs every time you go to a fucking supermarket and you touch the little keypad when you put your fucking debit card in or your credit card in and you have to type in your pin. Doot, doot, doot. You're touching shit. You're touching packages that people have already touched. Them packages that are on the fucking shelves there, okay? They go from a warehouse that touched there, regardless of whether they have gloves on or not, and they probably don't. They go from, a, they go from first of all, they go from wherever they're made to a warehouse, from the warehouse to the fucking supermarket, from the supermarket's storage room or warehouse in the back, out to the shelves, they're shelved, they're put there, then they're touched. Now, they possibly could be touched by more than just you. Somebody could walk up and pick up a box of pasta, turn it around to look at the uh, ingredients or, or how many calories it might have, and then they, they might say, eh, nah, I don't need this right now, and they put it back on the shelf. Well, now it was touched. And now it's being contracted to you. So if the virus is out there and it can it can skip around on, on surfaces and things like that, if it can, quote, then let's fucking face the facts. 
you have such a great chance of getting it that way. All right. So here it is. You're going to send your kid out. Now, it's candy. Now, that's being handed around too, blah, 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 blah. But people are up in arms like, oh, my God, they're going to get it. Well, they're going to get it regardless, okay? Whether they, they touch that or they touch this or they go to a playground or they touch the playground, they're touching shit. And if it can get spread by germs, by touching, everybody probably had it or has it or whatever. And is it the people who don't aren't sick or asymptomatic, so on and so forth. I mean, Jesus Christ, I could have the fucking virus. And I could just be asymptomatic. I'm not handing it to anybody because it's not that I'm being careful on this. I'm just not getting sick from it. It's kind of like the flu in my body. The last time I got a flu shot, God, 20-something years ago, this, 20, I'm going to say 25, 20, yeah, 25 plus years ago, I got a flu shot. And that season... I was on the couch, sick as a dog, felt like I was dying of the flu, okay? That was the closest thing that I ever felt sick-wise like that, like a, like a head cold and aches and body aches ever in my life. That was the worst I ever felt. That was the year, the only year I ever got the flu shot. Ever since then, knock wood, I haven't gotten the flu. And I refuse, I'm not getting a flu shot. And when this fucking virus thing comes out and, you know, um, like a flu shot, the COVID shot, I'm not getting it. I'm sorry. If I'm not sick, I'm not going to get it. Don't force it on me. And that's the thing they might do. Might try to force this shot on you, a vaccine. And if you're vaccinated, they might hold it. You might get a card. Like, like a license that says, I was vaccinated in the COVID-19 vaccination. And this card, they might end up putting machines in stores and things like that just to get in the door. Like, you can't walk in unless you can swipe this card and that card shows that you were vaccinated. I have a funny feeling that that's what this world's going to turn out to be, the way it's going to go. I think that it's, we're, I don't know. I think we're just being um, trained or being uh, prepped for more bullshit to come. I think that could be a possibility that we get a card. And that that card is going to be used against us to have to scan to get into things, scan to buy things, scan to do things. I mean, come on, they're pushing Bitcoin and electronic payments. And a lot of people already have it. And some people even kind of did away with their cash and they don't like to use cash. But, you know, the, the term cash is king should still be to today. I mean, you should be able to still use paper currency and money for the rest of our lives. Because let's face the facts. That is one way, another major way that they, the government, your, your government, American government can control you. Whether it's the Democratic Party or the Republican Party, they can control you using you know, paper money, fake money, or not fake money, but Bitcoin or an electronic payment. Um, they'll, they'll they'll keep they'll keep tabs on what you buy. So the shit starts to hit the fan, and let's say you want to go out and buy a gun, they could take your information and look down it and go, Nah, we don't think this person should buy a gun, even though that you're clear, you have no felonies, no nothing, you're a clear person, you've never been arrested. No. We, we will, and then they can deny your card and just be like, no, nah, we're not, we're not denying the Bitcoin, we're denying this, we're denying it. And then you're going, well, why? And they don't really have to give you a reason. They control your money. You know, 
Or let's say you're just a person who likes to go to yard sales and, and flea markets and you like to buy shit at yard sales and flea markets and, and you sit there and you can still negotiate with somebody. I'll give you $5 or $3 or $20 for that. But now you have to pay with an electronic payment. So now on that $5, now you have to pay tax on it. Well, there's a way of them making some money off of this. I mean, the government is always looking to make money on you, no matter which way it is. And let's face the facts. With Obamacare, Obamacare helps the elderly. And I know it does because it helps my parents. Okay, um, they, would pay, they pay a lot less than they probably would if they didn't have it. But it hurts people who already have insurance policies and things of like that through their employer, like really good ones. It, I, I obviously saw a, a, a increase in my uh, my insurance premiums, so on and so forth, because of Obamacare. But Obamacare, let's face the facts, it was a money-making scheme. It really was. And people are going to go, no, it's not. It helps the American people. Well, really? Because Obama put it out there. Here's Obamacare. It's an affordable health care, blah, 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 blah. And it's still, it's not that affordable. It's still very expensive. You know, even if it's five, six, seven hundred dollars a month, I mean, it's cheaper than another health care, but it's still expensive. It's pricey. Any health care is. But he made it very clear and set rules and standards up behind it and made it so that way if you didn't have insurance because he was making insurance affordable for you or in his, you know, in his eyes affordable for you, not in somebody else's eyes. If you didn't have it and didn't get it, you'd be fined. Come tax time. Because I got fined. Nobody can sit here and tell me it wasn't true. It was very true. I got fined for not having insurance at one point. Because my job requires me to make up a certain amount of hours. Because I'm in construction in my regular job. I have to come up with an amount of hours in order to have my insurance policy paid for. And I didn't have those hours that year. And this was during that the, the, the Obamacare year. And... I was fined. It's not a super duper amount of money, but you're still fined. A couple hundred bucks, whatever it might be, you're still fucking getting fined. So there's guaranteed money going to the government. So if, think about it. Let's say it's a hundred bucks I'm fined. Let's say, you know, a hundred thousand people or 50,000 people in the United States got fined from it. Think about the amount of money the government just made from you just for you not having insurance. It was a scam, people. Obama promised you a cheap plan, okay? Then Obama went and he jumped over to the insurance companies and talked to them and said, I have a way we can make money. You're going to get guaranteed more people to buy your insurance at this price. Thus far, you're going to, you know, let's say you have your insurance is 100 bucks a month and you have 100,000 people buying it. Okay, well, you're making a good amount of money, but let's say we can take it down to $50 a month, half the price, and now you have 600,000 people buying it. Well, you're going to make more money in the long run. And the insurance company seen this, and it was a, a, good, a good thing for Obama came in there and said, well, you're going to make money. And then I'm going to find the people who can't get it, which is going to make the government more money. And then you, as the insurance company, since you're making this much more money, how about you're going to kick back to us some money? So it was a big scam, a big scheme, and that's how it works. That's that's business. That's how business works in this country. Take from Peter to pay Paul, so on and so forth. 
and screw over this person to make money on that person to make money from that person. And we're all going to get rich somehow. Not all of us because we don't all think this way, but that's the way the government thought it. Okay, and that's how why Obamacare got to what it was, and it Donald Trump saw it and seen that it's just, it's not good. It's a scam and a scheme against the American people. Ah, uh, so, and I know Obama or uh, Trump just said, no, we're just going to do away with Obamacare and didn't have something to replace it with, which was a stupid idea. He needed to be able to replace it with something, but what he should have did was say, look. I know you paid this much before. We got to figure it out to where you can pay a little less. It's going to be a little more than the Obamacare was, but at least now we're not being scumbags and taking the money from here to there to there to here to you. It, it, it's it's sad. It's sad to watch two different political parties go at it back and forth, and you have to vote between one or the other. I'm I'm center. I don't vote. I don't have one specific political party that I vote for. I, I just stay center and I lean. And I look at the political views of each side and I just see how it works. And I see the ideology behind the Democratic Party and this Green New Deal that's going to cost trillions of fucking dollars to the American people. And just the bullshit that they think's going on, like... There's, I, I listen, global warming is a real thing. I understand. I see that. But the Green New Deal is not the way to go about it. There's there's other ways around it to, to put regulations on things and stop things. That's how you, you, you get climate to change back. This world has polluted this our earth so bad. And it doesn't matter if America changes completely 180 degrees and turns around and stops doing this, it's the rest of the world who's polluting. It's not going to make anything better. We just put a Band-Aid on something. People think that that it, this is this is how it works. We're going to stop it by us stopping doing it, but then around the world they don't. Just like masks. You know, oh, we're going to stop the spread of, of corona wearing this mask. Comply, comply, comply. And it's not the truth. It, it, you're not going to stop it. You could slow the spread and you could possibly curve things a little bit, but you're not going to stop it. People are going to still die. And when they die, you're going to see it on the news. They're going to post it. They're going to scare the shit out of you. And they're going to make you feel like this is why we need to wear masks, so on and so forth. And it's not the fucking truth. It, it's it, They're just lying to you to make you feel like that's what they need to do. So... Make up your own line, people. Decide what you need to do and know what, what works and what doesn't work. And don't. And, and if you think that you're going to get sick from COVID, so on and so forth, or something of that nature, just you have the right, you have the freedom to not do the things. You don't have the right to tell somebody else what to do. That's the fucking whole point, and that's the great thing about America. But yet, our government is trying to tell us exactly what to do. Um... <sighs> wow. So, with the election coming up, I'm not going to sit here and say who I'm going to vote for because, honestly, I still am up in the air. I have a lot of negative things against one party compared to the other party, and that's how I look at when I'm looking at things. That's how, that's how, that's how I'm going to vote is when I see that there is too much fucked up ideology by one party. Compared to another party. Um, and I think that's what the American people need to do. 
is to actually step outside themselves and look from the outside in and say, well, what can benefit me and my family and my future family to come? Um, because right now we have such division in this country and it's by the media pushed by the government, pushed by the different political parties. Um, because let's face it, that's how they're going to get votes easier. They, what they do is they push that agenda to, to destroy and divide us and then promise us a good future. Promise us that they can stop this, they can stop that. Like racism, for one. You know, Democrats will push the racism on you, or or vice versa, or the Republicans. The media is what's doing it. They'll push this on you so bad. Blah, 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 blah. And they push division of color, division by uh, what you believe in, your beliefs, whether you're white supremacist or Black Lives Matter or whatever. And they push, 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 push. And then they promise you the world. I can stop this. I can make it better. Vote for me. That's how it works with them. And watch. If you're too blind to see that that's how it works, then you're fucked up. Straighten your ass the fuck out and step back outside yourself and say, well, who is the problem here? Black Lives Matter? Antifa? White supremacy? So on and so forth. They're, they're, they're organizations that are just bad. They're bad. And if you're using them... To gain political gains, you're fucked up too. Because Trump's using it too. Trump uses Antifa, Black Lives Matter as for political gains. The, the, you know Biden and Kamala Harris use white supremacy and stuff for their political gains. They're using the stuff against you. And these are organizations that are not good. None of them are. Not one organization that is geared to hate or against another organization or group of people is good. Black Lives Matter is not good. Okay? White supremacy is not good. Antifa is not a fucking idea, Biden. Let's face the facts. It's an organization organized by people to go out to hurt, destruct, destroy, okay? And cause havoc. And they're doing a damn good job at it. They're not an idea. They're not an ideology. They are an organization. They're organized. They are well organized. Just like the Black Lives Matter movement. Well organized. They put it out on social media or wherever they need to put it out on their website, so on and so forth. We're going to meet here, do this, do that. We're going to put up signs. We're going to we're going to start to, you know, and then come nightfall, when the sun goes down, we're going to destruct. We're going to loot, destroy, burn, pillage, rape, whatever we need to do to get our point put out there. That's how they do it. White supremacy does the same thing. If you watch videos on white supremacy, they do the exact same fucking thing that Black Lives Matter does. Okay, they go out during the day with their signs, their proud signs. Yes, big swastikas on it. I get it. It's not a good organization. They are hateful, but they go out with their signs. They go out with their guns on their hips, so on and so forth. We change the people. We change. White lives matter. White lives matter. Then come sundown, they destruct. They destroy. They hurt. They pillage. They rape. They do what they need to do to put their point out. That's how all these organizations work. Okay, face the facts. They are built and made and organized to hurt, destruct, destroy, and put a point out to get you to be opposite, to hate, to, to hate that other group, to hate that other person, to hate that other political party. And then politicians step in, up onto their fucking, their, their podiums, or put out their commercials, and they show white lives matter. Donald Trump pushes white supremacy, and he's for the KKK and the Proud Boys. 
vote for me. I'm Biden. I'll take that away. And then Trump does it the same way. Back you know, Antifa is not an idea. It's an organization. Vote for Donald Trump. 2020. This 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 brought to you by Donald Trump. 2020. Blah 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 blah. And you see that, and and it's back and forth constantly to hate, to hurt, to destroy us. And the whole thing, and the whole fact here is that we haven't taught anybody. Because you see, in a lot of these organizations, when you turn the TV on and you watch the news, you see it, it, it's young people. They're younger people in a lot of these organizations. And when I say young, I'm talking under 30, under 25, but as young as 12, 13, 15. Our kids aren't taught history anymore. Our kids aren't taught how to write in cursive writing. Our kids are taught common core math, which honestly, when I did the math with my kids, I just, I, I, I scratched my fucking head and I go, well, look, and just carry, just, just doing the caddy old, the old school carrying the one, this, that, that, and this, and this works and it's quicker, it's faster. And, and if you think about it, you can use this in your head. But how do you use Common Core Math in your head? You don't. It's too much of a breakdown. What is our school systems and our government systems doing to brainwash our children today? They are. And if you don't see that, you're fucking blind as a bat. They don't teach cursive writing for a reason. The Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, okay? We the people, it's all written in cursive writing, fucking, you know, Jesus Christ, the Bill of Rights, cursive writing. If somebody can't read something, let's say your kid, I hand my kid the Bill of Rights, and I say, just start reading some of it. And he sounded, he, now this is a 20-year-old boy, a man, 20-year-old man, boy, he's a man, 20-year-old man, handed him the paper, said, read it. And he sounded like he was fucking... Three, trying to read it. Uh, I, uh, like, and I'm going, huh, dude? You can't read? No, I can't. I really can't read this. And I said, so, okay. So down the road, if they get rid of anything written, just outright handwriting, print it up. If they get rid of that, and then they, the, the Bill of Rights is always there, you have it. But if you can't read it, what makes you think you have any rights? And he gave, he gave me a look. He just looked at me and he's like... I don't know. Like, how do I fight against that if I can't read something that's written that way? You're right. You can't. So, what happens down the road when somebody does know how to write that? They write it out and they put it in some kind of contract or something for you to sign and it's all written that way and you can't read it. <sighs> well, you hire a lawyer and what happens if the lawyer can't read it? So on and so forth. So they don't teach, they teach Common Core Math, they teach no cursive writing, they don't teach you American history anymore because obviously they don't because the political parties alone, the kids now turn around and say, well, the Republicans are the ones who are racist, so on and so forth. Well, people, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but racism came from the Democratic Party, okay? Andrew Jackson, who founded the Democratic Party, owned thousands of slaves, was a fucking horrible slave owner. Who started the Republican Party, people? I'll give you a minute to think about it. Hmm, do, 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 do. That would have been Abraham Lincoln, who abolished slavery. 
was also shot by Booth because of his ideology. They didn't want to get rid of fucking slavery back then. But his ideology to, to every man being equal and, you know, being able to be free, so on and so forth, was, was just a, a, the wrong ideology for the time. And people wanted him dead. But he was at the start. He was he, he started the Republican Party. So go through the years and do your math. Do your history exams. Check your shit out. Do, fact check everything, man, because you need to fact check shit. That's the problem in today's world that people do not fact check. And when people say, oh, we got to fact check that. Well, if you have to find the facts, there's you have a real problem. You never, ever, ever kept your ears and your eyes open during history class and learned some things. Teach your kids, people. Teach them well because they're already being brainwashed. Okay? Think about it. All they know are smartphones, computers, so on and so forth. They don't learn history. They don't know how to survive without a cell phone. They don't know how to survive without a supermarket. And they're going to have to learn how to survive without money, cash money too. And if the shit really hits the fan, cash money won't be worth anything either. It'll be food, water, food, so on and so forth. It'll be a Hunger Games situation. And maybe that's what the Hunger Games was made for, to prep your kids to see that this could be the world. Take your kids out, teach them how to shoot guns, show them how to fucking plant seeds, live off the earth, how to hunt, fish, how to survive without anything. Because there's going to be a day that's going to come, and I sound like a conspiracy theorist here, but I think whether it's my lifetime now, their lifetime, or even their kids' lifetime, there's going to be a time that's going to come that they're going to have to do that. The human race is going to self-destruct. I think that is already in the history books. We are programmed to destroy each other, people. And we know that. I know that. And everybody I talk to knows. We are already, as human beings, prepared. You know, we are already programmed to destroy each other. We are just not, we're, we're, we're just not prepared for that. Oh, well. I think I had enough of talking for today. Um, get out and vote, people. I mean, you're going to hear from me, hopefully, within a week again. And I'll put out another podcast. And we'll talk about what happens, you know, coming up in the next week. Between, you know, Biden, Harris, Pence, Trump. You know, Black Lives Matter. You know, s- systemic racism. Which is just a new term for, uh, you know, um, what do you call it from back in the fucking segregation? You know, it's kind of a new term for segregation, even though everybody has the same rights. They're just trying to destroy us. They're trying to divide us. So people, don't let them divide us. Come on, man. Everybody be one. Everybody try to to love each other. Get out. Get out and vote because it's all basically you can do, too. To make a difference is vote. And don't cry if the person you vote for didn't win or doesn't win. Because honestly, as the little people, all we can do is vote. And we can just pray for the best if it doesn't work out the way we want it to work out. We can step back and just hope that it does work out. Okay, people? Until next time, man. This is Winky, and I am signing out. Okay? Keep it real, not unreal. Later. Later.